0: Everybody, thanks for joining today. Today we're going to be looking at Nehemiah chapter 4, verses 1 through 9. Again, that's Nehemiah chapter 4, verses 1 through 9. Remember last time I spoke of how they must have been excited to get the wall started, to work on the gates and and to see some progress. Well, like usual, not everyone is always excited. Sanballat was one who was not too excited about what they were doing. Now, he was excited. He was excited because he was angry and he didn't want them to do anything. He did not want them to build, rebuild the walls or the gates. And that got him excited and made him furious. So in our study today, I want us to see a couple of reasons how renewal, when we get the spirit of renewal and doing better, how sometimes it brings opposition. Okay. So let's read Nehemiah chapter four, verses one through nine. But it so happened when Sanballat heard that we were rebuilding the wall, that he was furious and very indignant and mocked the Jews. He spoke before his brethren and the army of Samaria and said, what are these feeble Jews doing? Will they fortify themselves? Will they offer sacrifices? Will they complete it in a day? Will they revive the stones from the heaps of rubbish, stones that are burned? Now, Tobiah, the Ammonite, was beside him, and he said, Whatever they build, even if a fox goes up on it, he will break down their stone wall. Hear, O God, for we are despised. Turn their reproach on their own heads. Give them as plunder to a land of captivity. Now this is the, this is Nehemiah praying. Do not cover their iniquity. Do not let their sin be blotted out from before you, for they have provoked you to anger before the builders. So we built the wall and the entire wall was joined together up to half its height for the people had a mind to work. Now, it happened when Sambalot, Tobiah, the Arabs, the Ammonites, the Ashdodites heard that the walls of Jerusalem were being restored and the gaps were beginning to be closed, that they became very angry. And all of them cons- conspired together to come and attack Jerusalem and create confusion. Nevertheless, we made our prayer to God. And because of them, we set a watch against them day And night. Sambalat sees their excitement. He sees their renewal to rebuild the city. And he makes fun of them. He ridicules them. Uh, Who do they think they are? They're feeble. Do they really think they can get things back to the way they were? But it wasn't just Sambalat. He speaks with others. And he speaks with the army of Samaria. And Tobiah, another uh, one we've already seen, joins in the ridicule. If they get it done, he says, even if a fox walks on it, it's going to be such sloppy work that even if they get it done, it's not going to have any strength. If even a fox walks on it, it's going to fall down and crumble. You know, the enemy often likes to use fear and intimidation. Ridicule often comes when others see success. Do you know anybody, or maybe you have friends even, who once you became a Christian, kind of turned on you and kind of made fun of you because you don't do what you used to do? You know, Peter talks about that, and he says, you you don't run with them the way you used to run, and they don't know what to think of that. Well, Sanballat and these others were all determined they were going to stop the Jews from building this wall. Now, interestingly enough, all of these people, according to verse 7, that all these people that he gets together to ridicule them and attack them, they were all enemies. But now these enemies of each other have a common goal, have a common foe, and that's to stop the Jews. It kind of reminds me of what happens to Jesus in the New Testament, doesn't it? Herod and Pilate never had anything to do with each other. They didn't like each other. But as soon as Jesus became a common foe, Pilate would send Jesus to Herod and Herod would send him back to Pilate. And there became a bond between those two. These all conspired to create confusion against the Jews. They thought if they could create enough confusion, they could probably stop the work. At least they could at least interrupt the work. But what do we do when ridicule comes? I suggest we follow Nehemiah's lead. In spite of the ridicule, he and the others prayed. In verses four, Nehemiah prays, and he asks God to take care of the problem. For in reality, they are provoking him as well as them. And then in verse six, I think is the key to the whole chapter here, maybe to the whole book, It's the key of how they get this city rebuilt. It is the key to how we still in 2022 get things done. And the key is the people had, as some versions say, a heart to work. As other versions say, the people had a mind to work. What they were doing was important to them. What they were doing is something that they were determined to finish. And the text says... Even with all this stuff coming against them, even with all this ridicule, they had people watching out for them so that they couldn't interfere. And it says within a short period of time, it just, it doesn't even say how time, it just says that they had the wall halfway built to its half, half as high as it was going to be. How great things can be accomplished when children of God work together how much could we do if all of us in the body of Christ worked together? Thanks for being here today. We'll see you next time.